0: This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins.
1: Let's continue our morning with one of our favorites here on the show, the host on Foul Territory TV. It is Scott Braun. Scott, good morning to you. I have to ask Lance Lynn was on your show last week, and if I remember this correctly, and then he had struggled for most of the season. Goes out last night, absolutely balls out. Are you guys some sort of good luck charm?
2: Good morning to you both. And yes, we are. It's called (laughs) FT Magic, (laughs) FT Mojo. Um, This has happened more often than it hasn't, right? We're not keeping official tally or anything, but do feel like we provide a boost. Uh, We do have an answer for this as to why players perform better once they come on the show um the the answer is twofold. number one if there's a statistic that they're lacking in like alex bregman hadn't stolen a base uh, eric no. kratz on the show who you had on before is like dude what's wrong why haven't you stolen a base we don't beat around the bush and then a day yeah. later he steals a base the other factor for someone like lance is he needs somewhere to vent and to curse and there's nowhere else for him to do that on a show are you allowed to curse on this show by the way
0: I don't think so. Uh, Let's be no. safe and like, say no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. We don't not know the don't answer.
2: Know. That sounds like we need to figure that out though. I, I'm not going to do it today. I'm going to hold back, even though it's difficult. But if you ever want Lance on, you need to allow him to drop F bombs.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> that's yes, Definitely a hard no, hard no Yeah. It's a hard no. Okay, I'm but personally. that's why he's playing buddy. <laughs> okay, so let me get this straight. Is Lance Lynn on the show today? He is. Okay. So what are some of the questions that you have lined up for him? Because Lancelin is such an anomaly to me because it's wild to me how he can vacillate between starts of, you know, seven shutout innings of one run ball with 11 strikeouts. And then the next one, you know, he'll give up, you know, five runs and like four innings of work. Have you noticed this? I don't know what it is about his pitching style. Like maybe he absolutely owns some lineups and then some guys figure him out. Or do you think this is just baseball being baseball and it's tough to be consistently good?
2: Yeah, I think it's tough to be consistently good and he's just having a down year because if you look at his stat line over the past, I mean, what is it, probably 10 years in the bigs, he is one of the most consistent pitchers in the sport and definitely one of the most underrated pitchers in the sport because it's not sexy. It's often variations of the fastball and it just hasn't worked Mm -hmm. for him the same this year. I've, I've noticed him trying out new things this year, which, you know, hasn't necessarily worked well. So that's why you'll see the inconsistencies where one start, um, he's really switching up what you'd usually see from him in terms of, obviously he's mostly still a fastball guy, but by fastball, you know, it's four seam, it's two seam, it's cutter. So you're just seeing a little more, I would say, inconsistency. And you want to keep hitters guessing. But with Lance, you also want to um, just play to your strength. So with him this year, I mean, it, early on, mixing more curveballs and, and change-ups, which was kind of working for him in the WBC. And then that's not working. And, and you're referring to, yeah, I mean, he had the uh, uh, two days after that that last appearance on foul territory. I believe it was 16 strikeouts which oh. is insane because he's not a big strikeout guy like he had 14ks the prior three starts i'm seeing and his career high was 12 and this guy's in his mid-30s and and now hits his strikeout peak so he's just been all over the place not a guy i would um lay money down on right now on either side because i just do not know what i'm going to get there are certain players and teams that i figure out a few months into the season do not touch because you're going to be heartbroken one way or another He is on the list.
1: So, Scott, when you're talking about pitchers who certainly have great stuff, but maybe they haven't had the season they've wanted to, Alec Manoa is a guy that immediately comes to mind. So if you're looking to what he's going to do tonight, he had one rookie start or in a rookie league in Florida, got blown up. Then he goes out, looks fantastic. Now he's pitching tonight. Do you have any idea how he's going to perform?
2: He's going to perform like Lance Lynn in 2023. I have no idea. Same way. I'm not touching that. Yeah. Actually, the only thing I am looking into in that game in particular, and I'll, I'll kind of look at it live and see if what the uh, line is at this point is, you know, we like to hit uh, your and nerfies on Fridays. And that's a game that I'm pinpointing for yes runs first inning, whether it's against Alec or a Blue Jays offense that I think's really picking up the pace right now. And I could see them picking on Alex Fayeto early in that game, so I'll get you that total as we're going here. Which let's see what we got here. Uh, will there be a run in the first inning? Yes, minus one fifteen. Yes, please. So I'll hit on <laughs> I'll hit on that game for me with Alec. Yeah. You, Forget the minor league numbers. It was only two rehab outings. He was down there for about a month to work on things, but without being with him and seeing how the pitch, and I'm not even looking at velocity, the shape changed. I just don't know because the slider to me was the biggest problem. It wasn't sweeping across the zone the same way. And because of that, it wasn't a strikeout pitch and guys were feasting on it. And already for him, his fastball is more about like location and playing off of the slider. So I'm concerned. i got to see what it looks like first. You would think that they're not calling him up until it's fixed. Um, He just had the one double-A start with success. The other one was like A ball, and and he gave up a ton of runs. But there were still some walks mixed in. So I'm not expecting a dazzling start from him. I think some of it has to do with the Jays just needing a starter as well and him being a bulldog. Like, dude, I'm not staying down for more than a month now. Let me try this again up in the big leagues. So TBD, but if anything, I could see some runs scored in that game.
0: Okay. So now I'm curious who is on your no bet list because you nailed it. Lance <laughs> Lynn is on mine. I think other pitchers that are kind of confounding to me is Rich Hill. Every time I think he's terrible, he'll like strike out 12. Uh, and also Charlie Morton. I feel like he'll either give up like five runs or he'll be amazing. It feels like there's no in between. So who's on the no bet list for you?
2: Yeah, you were naming some of my favorites. Rich Hill, definitely on my no bet list. No thank you. There was a nice little run going, and I was like, this is definitely going to change, and he's going to shut down. You're, you're going to have, like, a lamp where you're, he's going to shut down a big offense. Um, so, yeah, those are some of my pitchers that that you listed that are on my list. There, there are some teams as well um, that are on my list. I'm looking back here to see. I mean, I don't keep, like, a formal list, but there, there are teams that I don't touch. I haven't messed much with the Cardinals this year, and when I have, I've usually been burned one way or another. I did finally give them a go again the other day. Was looking into some info that I liked, and of course, they lost by a run. Um, I believe it was the game. Was it two nights ago? Where Jordan Hicks was against the the Marlins.
0: Yeah, it was
2: against the Marlins. And I'm like, geez, I mean, you know, well, they were losing and they came back. A.J. Puck blew the save. who actually came on the show yesterday right after that. And then Jordan Hicks throws a ball away and you're are like, all right, screw this. Not their year. Um, for a while this year, most of this year, I would say the Mets, Um, the any other teams that I haven't touched this year. I'd have to look. I do have one that was very much on my like, yes, fly list. Um, Mm -hmm. definitely I've been hitting Marcus Stroman starts pretty heavily and that, that kind of kept on a nice streak, especially against weaker opponents. Um, I, I know it seems obvious, but I would say there were, there were two locks this year that I would call like super locks. Where I turned and, and Eric Kratz tailed me on them. I, I turned him and I was like, dude, am I missing something here? Like there was a, it, it was, I think the Pirates had lost like six in a row. The Cubs were on one of their streaks and they've been super streaky. And know, Strowman Stroman like, in that start was like minus 125 tops, maybe less. And I was like, how is this not like in the 140 range? And I was like, do they, do, does someone know something that we're looking at injury reports? Yeah. I'm like, no, he's fine. And and they crushed him. So there's been a couple of those. So I, I'd put him on on the other end. Against bad weaker opponents, just weak contact city, ground balls, and rack up dubs.
1: So, Scott, I have to ask, and I know this is kind of a question that's overblown, but of all the players who have the best case for being snubbed in the All-Star game, which player do you think probably deserved a nod, or even a player who's quietly having an exceptional season that maybe we're not paying attention to?
2: Well, the, there was one ultimate player who was snubbed, but because half the digits in the star game, oh, my back hurts Bahamas, um, then guys get in. So Wander Franco is now in, but we hammered that because he's one yeah. of the top players in the sport right now. So does that count? Like, because we, we were crushing it, but then, of course, injury replacement, he gets in. Like, can, can I get credit there, or do I have to go now off the board again?
0: No, you get credit there because he wasn't an original All Star, so like he wasn't voted as an All Star. Absolutely.
1: So,
2: so that would be the guy. That would be the guy I I would I would crush. So the Rays have been one of the top teams in the first half of the season. You you definitely make the case easy for top three. I think the Braves are now number one in the power ranking. So he's basically the best player on the team that played the best in the first half of the season. You want to promote young stars. He's twenty two years old. He plays an all around game. So brings the bat, plays elite defense, elite base runner. And if you're looking at, and I'm not like, you know, stuck to war or winds replacement, but it's a good comprehensive stat of how a player's doing. There's, at the time, at least, second in war in the American League to Shohei Otani. So I'm like, how does someone like this not get in right off the jump? That and And I get it. Corey Seager and Bo Bichette for shortstop were the first two voted in by fans, but that was one where I immediately I have to find a spot. Yeah, some of it was a little bit of a, like a weird roster construction where the AL I think only had eight inf- infielders originally, but still, I was like, that that's a huge miss. Um, Seager, like game for game, is just as good, but he had missed five weeks. But I mean, fans get to vote, so eventually enough dudes get hurt that like your first five snubs get into the All Star game anyway.
0: All right, so we're running out of time. So quickly, I know you have some plays for today. So let's hear them.
2: Um, okay, so I'm looking at the Philly-Miami game. Uh, I'll head back mm-hmm. to um, the Marlins. And I'm actually not sure because the Marlins, they're kind they're kind of on my no-fly list right now, Chelsea, so I don't I don't want to touch the offense. Zach Wheeler's pitching is actually in a little rut, which happens to him usually mm-hmm. once a season. I didn't really want to touch that side, but what I am looking at is just the run total for Philadelphia, and I'm I'm back and forth between the three and a half and the four and a half line. So right now, for just the Phillies, I believe we're at four and a half or plus. How many runs with the Phillies score? We're at four and a half plus one thirty-five. I like it. Sandy Alcantara has not been good this year for the most part. There's a guy on on my yes file list that I've been picking on after noticing in the first month of the season that he hasn't looked the same. I haven't seen Sandy consistently put it together, even though he is better at home, but even if Sandy does have a great start, um, I could see the Phillies picking on the Marlins bullpen. So I'll go with the Phillies runs um, at four and a half at plus plus one thirty-five. That's one of my favorites. And then add a few, let's just pick one for example. Uh, Well, we'll definitely go Toronto Detroit with that. Your Let's hit that. And then one other that I was looking at is, and I know it's Tyler Glass now who I really like, but Atlanta's offense in the first inning is Mm -hmm. absurd and just does not stop churning. So I could see a run between Atlanta and Tampa Bay, so I'll go a your in that game as well. So those are my three that I'm looking at early in the morning. Then I'll have coffee and I'll probably add like six more.
1: He is a host on Foul Territory TV, and I love when you bet your fees and nerfies. That's fantastic. Check him out on Twitter at Scott Braun as well. as our friend Scott Braun. Scott, we appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Thank you, friends. Talk to you soon.
0: For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.